Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Journalist Talk. And today we have Lupita Baltazar. She is a broadcast student at CSUN and an editorial assistant at KCSN. Hey, Lupita, thank you for coming. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's so good being here with you. Yes, of course. At first, I wanted to start getting a brief bio of yourself, like I do to every other guest. I'm a senior at CSUN. Um, my major is broadcast journalism with a minor in Spanish language journalism. I grew up here in the San Fernando Valley, and I am Mexican, Mexican-American, and yeah, I consider myself a valley girl, so I grew up here. <laughs> There you go. And how did you get into journalism and mainly broadcast? I feel like it was a lot of people that really inspired me, that if they were able to do it, I can do it. And it was really the passion of writing and, you know, using video editing and all these good stuff that you also like interviewing people and getting to meet new people and knowing that every day is different. There was any journalists or newspaper TV shows that you were like, okay, so I want to do like them. Like there was like this one person, this one show, this one magazine or who yes. inspired you? I'm not sure if you know this show. It's in Spanish. It's called Despierta America. It's in Univision. It's from 7 a.m. to like 11. It's like almost four hours. It really inspired me the fact they're having fun doing their job because it's not only news, but it's also like different segments of health and beauty and entertainment and different things. So seeing them having fun, and I'm like, oh my goodness, like I'd love to be part of something like that. And I was actually able to see behind the scenes when they come to L.A. because they're based in Miami. So seeing that, it was like, I want to do that, too. You know, I want to have fun, get to meet new people. And so, yeah, that really inspired me. Oh, that's really amazing. And I feel like most of journalism students were all, always like, oh, I want to inspire people. I want to change, like, the whole universe and bring, like, happiness to everybody. Speaking of Spanish language journalism, and I saw that you... Um, Are I staff for El Nuevo Sol here at CSUN. So how did you get into it? How was publishing your first Spanish story? I really have to give a shout out to Professor Benavides. He's been a big part of it. He's been very, very um, supportive when it comes to that. He guided us students. And my first one, it was about my grandfather. I think it was very personal but at the same time I know that when you open up you can help other people maybe they're going through the same thing and you know COVID like obviously took a lot of lives but definitely it was challenging doing that article but over after like seeing the finished result of it like I was like man like I did that and my family was very very happy to see that. Oh that's so amazing and I saw that you have like more projects going on I saw that one of the stories it has like an audio bite so it's like a podcast tiny episode or it's just like the whole interview um you mean like the ones that I did like with my mom and the other ones because they're like podcasts like oh small, yeah brief interviews oh yeah so I got to interview someone from a youth program in Pacoima it's like 15 minutes away from here And she told me a little bit about the program, how they're very supportive towards students, through, like to youth. And it was very, like, very nice getting to know those aspects that you really don't know unless you interview the person. So, like, that was really cool. Also, I got to interview my mom. I don't think I 
like I've ever done that. So that assignment really helped me get to know her more, get to know her childhood. And like, yeah, like I'm saying, that class was very, very nice, being able to do different things. Is that something that you want to work like on your future, uh, be a bilingual journalist? That's like your main goal in the future? Yes, definitely. Like I was debating like, do I really want to go into English or Spanish, like choosing one? But I remember talking to someone and she guided me and she told me, you know, well, you can work for a station that offers both. And you can like see how you like it and maybe in the future decide which one you really prefer more. So I was like, okay, that's a really good idea. <laughs> and then you decided Spanish. Yeah. Like for now, I'm trying to like do both, but I did go for Spanish first. Oh, that's yes. so amazing. And do you plan to stay in the US or like travel around to uh, countries that speak Spanish first and be a reporter there or just like from here? I think for now, I'd like to stay in the US. Diff travel to different states, but maybe just staying here in the U.S. and then maybe, who knows, maybe I'll go see another country, but for now. We we'll never know about the future, so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know that I was coming here and staying for four years, but like, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll go to Brazil. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna have a little bit of language barrier because it's Portuguese <laughs> there, but definitely <laughs> we can do the Portugal that it's like Portuguese and Spanish, and we just like <laughs> okay, we're gonna understand each other. Also, I wanted to talk about the the club that you are now present, which is Cisan Latino Journalists. What do you guys bring to students in this club? How did you become uh, the presidents? How how did you become involved in it? I became involved last year and they had the position available as a vice president. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take it, you know? And so this year being the president, because obviously the president is now doing his master's, so he had to move on. So I feel like I was talking to the advisor of the club and we were like, we want to bring different things, you know, not only guest speakers, but also workshops that are beneficial for the students. And like applying for internships is very crucial and more in the, the month of September. I feel like it's really, really crucial. So I feel like I can help by gathering with our board members and putting together like workshops of cover letters, resume, LinkedIn is very, very important too. It's a powerful platform. So I feel like bringing different workshops into the club and having meetings of guest speakers too, I think it'd be a great one to have this year. Yeah, I think so. Like. Uh, LinkedIn is basically a huge resume, portfolio, whatever you want to put inside of it. Yes. It's very important. And the guest speakers that you guys bring to the students, they are all like Latino from here or they are like originally from another country. How does that work? Well, now that I have a bit of more connections, I feel like I can bring in people from other, like, based here in LA, but like, they're not born here. So like, from Telemundo, um, I feel like um, an anchor, she's from Colombia, and but she speaks English and Spanish. So I feel like bringing her, um, another anchor, he's Peruvian, and he's here in LA. So I feel like those guest speakers, so definitely being able to invite those kind of people would bring diversity to our club. 
Yeah, definitely. I love to be part of yes. <laughs> like <laughs> watching those guest speakers because yes. sometimes people don't know, which is it's just kind of funny. Like it's easy to find your job and etc. But when you are from another country, everything gets like so more difficult and. I feel like the Latino journalists here in LA, they are all so involved with this and it's so beautiful because everybody is like supporting everybody. Yes. I think that's like so amazing about it. It's like we all come together. It's not like, oh, you're from there and you're from here. Like, no, it's like all. (laughs) We are all from like, we are making our own space and that's very amazing. Tell me more about your internship at Telemundo uh, this summer. I bet it was like an experience. It was, so I interned for Telemundo, um, was slash NBC. It was definitely a lifetime experience. It was really nice. I feel like I learned so much. I gained so much confidence. Like I was assigned at the assignment desk. I was able to shadow reporters, anchors, able to see how producers put and stack the newscast. I was able to learn from the sports anchor too. It was It was amazing and I feel like it really gives you a glimpse of what the real world is because I worked 40 hours a week and it was like a full-time job so it was really like okay this is this is what it is (laughs) this is real just a glimpse in your your future (laughs) yeah and it's a 24-hour operation so there's someone working all the time oh my god yes that must be crazy (laughs) because as we all know the news never stops we just have like to keep going and reporting them and what do you think was the hardest part of your job? I feel like the hardest part of my job was maybe not hard, but challenging to adapt to the different times because I had to work different shifts. But it was very nice being able to get that feel of what it is because my supervisor told us, like, I want to expose you guys to those times because you have to be flexible with your schedule. So I feel like working at 4 a.m. and then 3 p.m. and then, like, 7 a.m. 7 a.m. or 10 a.m. it was very different it wasn't hard but it was very challenging I I feel like that was the (laughs) challenging part and what do you think was the easiest part of the job being around the newsroom I feel like as a student you would think it'd be really intimidating to enter a newsroom but being there it was like it felt like family they're very welcoming and they guide you they teach you and they're willing they want you to grow so that was really nice that is amazing did you get to report do you like a segment um maybe like minute or something on the air i was able to do a stand-up not on air but it was more like practice so i was able to do that i was able to help with stories so writing like a few lines and so and also for the for the scripts that the anchors read i was able to translate that because usually they they read it in they read it in English and then we translate it into Spanish. So I was able to help out with that. But definitely something that could help me with probably my reel for a future job is the stand-ups that I did. Yeah, because I remember you posted something. I was like, okay, that's so amazing. <laughs> she like, she made it. <laughs> but it's good either way. You got practice. You got people that are in this area for so long and they are like mentoring you. And I saw they made, like, a lot of connections and good friendships there. And I think that's amazing. I was actually able to do a Zoom meeting that was aired for a newscast. Obviously, I didn't come out, but the person that was speaking did. So 
it was really nice being able to like have that experience you know like being able to be part of that and yeah it was a nice learning experience because I already I've done that before where you just interview someone through zoom you know so it was just like practice again but for the newscast oh that's intimidating <laughs> but at the same time it's very nice I'm really glad that you could get this internship I feel like you also had a huge growth during the spring because you were at KCSN <laughs> And it's, like, it's honestly very amazing when we see, like, the people starting and then, like, their progress throughout the whole semester. And then, like, oh, I landed this internship. And <laughs> we were so proud of you, honestly. Thank you so much. And now you're part of it. You're an editorial assistant right now. <laughs> I'm so happy. Do you have any worries or any hopes for the job this semester? I do, and before going on, I just want to say thank you. I, I feel like you were part of it, too. You know, you've always been there, supportive, you know, guiding oh. me, too. And <laughs> for the job, um, I, I want to do a Spanish segment. I feel like it can bring something different, and I'm not quite sure if I want to do, like, entertainment or something, like, related to that, but definitely something fun and bring that those students that want to do Spanish too, you know, because I know there's a lot of students that want to do Spanish, so I think it'd be a great opportunity for them to, to have a moment to shine too. Oh, yeah. I feel like we actually need this second, second language experience in college also, because, I mean, okay, everybody here knows English, but there's so much more that you can add to your resume, to your life, to your job with Spanish, Portuguese, French, Italian, whatever language it is, I, I feel like we should learn more about it. How do you think your experience in radio at KCSN helped you at your TV internship or if you took any of the other classes more like TV related? How did they help you? I'm going to say it helped me big time. It was surprising because we also read SoCal News, which is City News Services over at the news station. So I was like, okay, we're, we're doing the same thing like at KCSN. We're, we're reading the updates and trying to like see what's important and what's kind of not. And also the, the times that I, I was able to be live at KCSN, which was nerve wracking, but I did it, you know? And so I feel like all those moments helped me. And also being, being at the KCSN helped me like know that I have to be informed all the time, just like at the news station. So, and also, I was able to shadow the anchor, and she did some, what's it called? Sorry. The promos. The promos. <laughs> when you do the promos yeah. for, the for the show. Yeah. And it's like a minute long or 30 seconds, depending on the news. And I was able to do that with her at the booth, and I recorded myself. And it was like, it feels like at KCSN where I have to practice and practice and practice. And she was teaching me her way. She said, you have to be assertive and confident. And it was like using this voice I didn't know I had. And so, yeah, I feel like KCSN helped me a lot. Yeah, you had to find your voice. Yeah. In the future, everybody's going to know it. <laughs> That's amazing. We spent sometimes like four years in college trying to find our voice, which sounds kind of dumb because we can't speak. But when you're in the radio or on TV, it's completely different. Damn. Our voice changes and we're like, it's Debbie. <laughs> Does that sound like me? Yeah, because it was like using that voice where it was most like like 
it was very strong. Like she taught she taught me how to do it like that. And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, you have to be assertive, confident, and like this. I was like, I'm very thankful. Girl, for her. I want to see this voice this semester. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to see the new improved Lupita. Because last semester I had to do the four o'clock alone one day. And it's like 20 minutes. I couldn't speak the rest of the week, but like <laughs> at that moment I was like, I was, okay, I can do this. I can. I'm, I'm going to do it. My voice is going to be great. I'm going to try like to speak every, every word correctly because it was when we were talking about Russia and Ukraine and there's like a lot of names, a lot of different words, different pronunciations. And I feel like that's a very big part of broadcasting also. Yeah, I, I totally get you. Like, it happened to me, too. It was like, what is this word? How do you pronounce it? And trust me, I saw that at the news station, too, where, like, anchors also, you know, like, when they, they don't know how to pronounce a word, like, they tell the producer, hey, how do you say this? Like, just to make sure, you know. But definitely my respects to you doing that 20-minute <laughs> show. Like, I know how nerve-wracking it is. But. It is. Yeah, and I wonder, do you have any personal projects uh, going on or that you are planning? I had a personal project. It was interviewing journalists, actually. And it was an Instagram I created. And it grew a lot. And I haven't done it since, like, last year. But that was something that I feel like it helped me also shape who I am now. All those friendships I did via, via online, you can say that. It was very nerve-wracking, you know, going Instagram Live with these journalists and having people, like, tune in and reading the comments. And I feel like that was the biggest project I did, and I'm very proud of that. But as of now, I think just focus in school. And I haven't shared this to a lot of friends, but I was chosen to be part of the Telemundo Academy for this for a year long. Season was chosen to be part of the Telemundo Academy, and only a few schools have been chosen to be part of that. Um, I was talking to the person that actually chose the school, and he told me that he chose Puerto Rico, I think it was Miami, and two other schools. And CSUN was chosen this year, so I'm very happy for that. Oh, and that's amazing. 10 students were chosen, and they're going to help us with workshops. I think it's going to be two workshops per semester, so like a total of four. And yeah, so I'm very excited for that. Oh my gosh, we are all getting to know firsthand <laughs> stuff, guys. <laughs> that's hard news. <laughs> and yes. I'm so happy for you. Thank yes. you so much. That's how you get your projects done. And I hope you can keep going with your interviewing journalists. That's basically what I'm doing here and what I want to keep doing. This podcast is very important to me. I first wanted to interview, like, other famous people, too. And I was like, I can narrow it down to something that it's about my profession, everything that I want to do, people that I can learn with. Like you said, I've been learning so much with so many people and even, like, friends of mine that graduated one or two years ago they inspire me so much they have lives right now and i'm like okay you made it congratulations i always cheered for you i'm gonna keep cheering and also for you lupita honestly you're you got a lot of opportunities ahead girl thank you so much (laughs) i really like seeing this you know that you started your podcast i feel like it's a great opportunity you get to learn from other people and make connections which is very important networking and Something I want to share was about the language. 
that I was hearing at this conference I went to that one of the Telemundo very known Jose Ballard he's in the national news for Telemundo at night and he said that the best thing you can have is being bilingual it doesn't matter if you're in Spanish but it could be another language and that's power that's power and you have this opportunity that doors can open anywhere so yeah I feel like having another language is very beneficial in many ways yeah I, I totally agree it opened like huge doors for me knowing English I got my undergrad I have so many experiences getting to networking and meeting like even colleagues like yourself like there's so many people that I can network and talk and learn from even teach sometimes because like you can learn all the time from everybody and everybody can learn from you it depends on the perspective you have in everybody's experiences but English opened me so many doors. That when I met insane. you in my math class, I'm not sure if you remember. I do. <laughs> and then COVID hit. <laughs> yes, it was that semester. It was. Yeah, and I was so, so surprised and so happy to meet someone from another country because you're from Brazil. So I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, how cool it is to meet someone from a different country. Yeah, and we was, had like that class and then one month in, oh, bye, I'm going back to Brazil. <laughs> I know, yeah. But. Yeah, but I'm so happy that we got like to reconnect uh, last semester. Yes. And like I said, your growth was really amazing. Thank you like, so much. Like everybody was was talking about it. Just to wrap up our conversation for today, how important do you think was having this internship opposed to like the end of your undergrad studies? Definitely, I didn't understand the magnitude of the importance of it. I was like, yeah, an internship, yes. But I was like, after ending my, my internship as an undergrad, it was like, oh my goodness, like I can use this for my future classes. I can use this for another internship when I have it. I have experience already. And it really like, imagine like talking to officers on the phone and like, hey, I'm from Telemundo. I just want to know what's going on at the standoff, these streets, whatever's going on. Like talking to experts that I never imagined myself. Like I'm very like <laughs> shy sometimes. So having to do that and it was like, wow, like, that helped me a lot and I can apply that for even next semester I'm gonna be taking Valley View News so I feel like I also saw how reporters did their story in one day and I was like oh my goodness I can learn from that you know like not do it in one day but like <laughs> you know but I, I mean I you that. can make it like easier because I know you're gonna have other projects like classes and all and Valley View News it's very demanding from the students so. I've heard. <laughs> yes. I've never done it, but I've heard people talking about, and I did uh, On Point and Matador News. They were similar, but they were not, like... As demanding as... Yes. Value. They didn't have all the demands, like, time-wise, editing, the quality, so... Deadlines for your package, I believe. Be yes. ready, girl. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and right now I just wanted to thank you for coming to my podcast and talking to me today. And for everybody who's listening, I'll see you guys next week. 